Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's been a fun show today. So much fun, Steve. You're my baby buddy boo. Yes, <laughs> he calls you psychotic serial killer like. Yeah, yeah, remember that? That was That just happened. It came out of context. I accidentally we did a video with Hannah, accidentally taken out of context. Said that Donna's outfit was provided by the found basket. <laughs> that was, it came from a good place. You know, that's accurate. No, you look. No, it's it's accurate. This is a bad top. It's a bad top. No, it looks it's comfortable. No, top. it looks like grunge, like athleisure, sort of. You know, we're all kind of casual today. I yeah. wear like a My Talk t shirt. Steve's got a T on. I got a t shirt that everybody has a loves. UFO on it. Yeah. Well, yesterday, <laughs> Donna, you had like a flowing robe on. It was very glamorous. Hoop earrings. <laughs> oh. I mean, what was that about? Don't Nothing. Worry about it. I okay. just, you know, you know just Hannah thing. saw me with this shirt. I have this shirt on by a company <laughs> called Into the AM, and it's like there's a moon and then a, a UFO. A spaceship, yeah. And then she said, Look at your shirt. Are you pro alien? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Hannah. We need to like record Hannah and every day do a quote from Hannah. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh my gosh! You know, I was deal. I was dealing with Lori and Julie a little bit yesterday, and they were kind of doing the Hannah impersonation too. So everybody does it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Steve. Oh boy, Hannah. In case you're just joining us. Is our what social media director? Yeah, social we media call her director. Hannah. And anytime you say anything to her, it is <laughs> like yesterday. For instance, it was like two thirty or something like that. I swing by radio for some odd reason, and it's during a time when I normally wouldn't be here. I would normally be just on the TV side of the building. And she just said, "And I quote, what are you doing up here?' <laughs> <laughs> Not hey, nice to see you. Right, oh, Steve's back." Yeah, she's a, she's an interesting cat. That's for sure. Hannah. Uh, Donna, you have to do it by yourself today. <laughs> Don't ask me for help. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys know Brendan Fraser? Oh, yeah. yes. You like him? I do. He's kind of had a second half of his career. Never yeah, he's coming him. back. He's never been my flavor of ice cream. Really? But I know others like him. Yeah, I, like mean, he, I mean, we know him from what the mummy and some what the, what was kind of the the mindless thing he did the Encino Man or something. What, what? Yes, yes, George of the Jungle, uh, Monkey Bone. 
Um, he was on The Affair, I think. Uh, he was great. Yeah, he was like a um, prison guard, like a like a mean prison guard. He was so awful. He yeah. was. I didn't even recognize him. I'm like, how do I know that guy? Anyway, he did a great job. I mean, he, like you said, I think he's having a resurgence mm-hmm. right now. So he is going to... So it began with The Affair. Then he ended up on The Trust on FX. And... A lead role in the um, HBO Max series, Doom Patrol. So now he has since been cast in three movies from Oscar-nominated filmmakers. Steven uh, Soderbergh. Is that how you say his name? Soderbergh. Soderbergh. um, No Sudden Move, where I guess he gives this scene-stealing performance. Then he was in Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. And... Now, Martin Scorsese uh, has cast him in Killers of the Flower Moon. So, and I think it has a really great cast. Stop it. Um, Sorry, I was talking to the computer. That's okay. I can't. It's locked up. But anyway, um, so um, he's back. Well, this is... Good. I can't move my. I'd like to see. I I I think of him from the Mummy movies, and I just you know, like I said, just not my bag, and that's okay. Price says more about me than it does him. A lot of people love him, but I like the idea. Interesting, taking some people off guard. You know, you mentioning these scene stealing performances that he's having, Mm -hmm. which you wouldn't exactly think when you go back to some of his other works. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, they're likening this to like Tar- Tarantino putting John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Oh. That was super wow. random. I mean, he hadn't done anything in decades at that point, John right. Travolta, and then had a total comeback. Um, so, yeah, these are like $200 million films that he's uh, getting to be a part of. I wanted to see who the cast was. DiCaprio, De Niro, all the D's. Mm-hmm. Can we um, think of another D? De- Jesse Plemons. Nope. No, not okay. a D. Not a D. Jesse Plemons is good. Did you ever watch the, uh, did you guys watch the Black Mirror? Is that, Are those like one yeah, like episode? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Heard they're very interesting. Yeah, he does. There's a Star Trek type episode that Jesse Plemons plays like the... Captain Kirk type, and it's pretty darn good. Tell you what, Jesse Plemons in the movie Game Night. Never saw it. So it, funny. Good. He is so good. It's like Kristen Bell in that. Who's in that no, movie? Um, let me help you here. It is. Uh, 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 come on, Jason. Jason. Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yes, I saw that movie. Yes. I don't remember Jesse Plemons in it. Isn't Rachel McAdams in that too? I hate the way you say that. I'm just saying. Rachel McAdams, Game Night. R- Rocco, you've not seen that, have you? I don't think I have. Oh, you would like it. You would like it. It just came out a couple of years ago, right? It's very funny. 2018. Yes, and Rachel. <laughs> he has a very punchable face. Who? Jesse Plemons. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. He's not, you know, what you'd consider Hollywood handsome. But he really, he, I mean, I saw him in Fargo. I saw him in Breaking He's Bad. He's great in Fargo. I did not watch Friday Night Lights. That's where he got his oh, start, right? Oh, great. Great. He's one of those characters. You know when there's a character in a show, episode one, you're like, whatever. And by the end of the series, you're like, where would this show be without him? Hmm. Yeah. 
Damn, that Kyle Chandler. Damn. Pretty cool looking dude. He's so good looking. I, I remember, I, I, know him very I think well. I asked him a really stupid question oh, once. Oh, I can't. No, don't I, give me secondhand embarrassment. I think it was something about, you're on Friday Night Lights, but they moved it to Sunday night. It was something, I think it had to do something with the, the programming that they had switched up. I don't remember it going great, but it's fine. I also ran up to Jesse Plemons on the street at Sundance Film Festival because I saw him and I was like, and I was right in the middle of watching Friday Night Lights. And you know, when you have recently discovered something, you're actively watching something and you see that person in real life, not at a red carpet right. thing, just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're, you, you do this too? You walk places? <laughs> we have so much in common. Celebrities, they're just like us. So I went over and fanboyed pretty hard. Oh, Steve. You've come a long way. I'm going to go. But I'm going to come back. Okay. It's 11-11. Make a wish, everybody. Um, we've got a study when we come back. Working from home, that could become a thing again with this uh, Delta variant getting a little... I can't believe how many people still work from home. Yeah, well, some like companies that. had said, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Uh, like back in 2020, they said, it'll be September of 21 that we do it. That might get pushed back even for some of these big corporations because... Of the Delta variant. Maybe they'll say, let's just hold off here. Would you take a 25% pay cut to keep Mm. working from home? Mm. I will tell you what the survey says when we come right back. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Thank you. Great. And DJ Rock Lobster Great. in the house. Great. He says. Nice. Very cool. There was like a silence there. I felt like I needed to fill it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like to do that to make okay. people uncomfortable. It works. All right. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right. According to a new study, when asked. Would you take a 25% pay cut if you could continue to work from home? (sighs) What do you think people said? Oh, man. I'm going to say people said... I'm going to say 40% of people said yes. Okay. Uh, 15% of people would take a 25% cut to work remotely yeah 25 is tough 10 you get more people 
I think so too. I think it, you I, know, a lot of people could be like, "Hey, I could cut back on childcare." That you know, yeah, that's true. That. It's got its pros and cons. I can tell you, having done it for such a long stretch of time there, from like last summer until this spring, or, or just about this summer. Pros and cons. You don't have to deal with the commute early in the morning. That's cool. That you know, and then you can roll out of bed and start working. Yeah. Earlier and be more productive, I think. I was talking to people at National Night Out yesterday or whatever we're calling it now. And um, a lot of them were, were talking about how they only have to go in two days a week or three days a week. And I'm yeah. like, what are we going to do with all this real estate? Yeah. Are we just going to start blowing up bu- buildings and, you know, creating golf courses? I don't know. <laughs> you know, wow. farms. I don't anticipate a lot of building implosions. Okay. I mean, but that's a lot of space. Yeah, no doubt about it. To be paying for if you're not utilizing it. I think that there is a bit of a, there's a ebb and flow to all of this. And I mean, think about traffic. Think about what we experienced in traffic in the last six months. Mm -hmm. Six months ago, it was pretty easy breezy. And now we're in traffic all the time. Most mornings are sort of getting cramped again. Not quite pre-pandemic levels, but still. Right. And so I think that that means more people are working in the building again in your building, our building, whatever. We'll probably have another either an ebb or a flow. I don't know which means which, but we'll probably have some more people working from home soon, maybe in the fall. The flu is going to come back out, depending on what happens with the Delta variant over the next four to eight weeks. Maybe some employers are saying, you know what, do it from home again if you can. You know, we're even starting to see some different sort of notes here in the building of like, look, we're monitoring this situation. And uh, if there's new guidance that we need that we feel needs to be issued here in the building, we'll let you know. Um, So, yeah, I it's I I think that there will still be the need for commercial real estate Mm -hmm. and it'll probably taper off a little bit the next year or so. And then it'll come back. We have a short memory for things, you know. Yeah, think of full stadiums that we've seen and stuff like that. There, there are all you need is the right surge in confidence again, and life I think snaps back to normal for a lot of people. Would you take a five percent pay cut? (sighs) Not in this job. I don't know. I think if I was like an accountant, sure, surely. Okay. It's weird when you're in like a really deadline driven situation. Sure. You know, 65% of people would take a 5% pay cut. Oh, no, that's okay. 38% would 15. take a 10. Oh. 15% of us, like I said, would take a 25% pay cut to work remotely. And then a few other things that we would give up. Yeah. Health insurance. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And benefits, 39% would do that. Whoa. Mm, no. Yeah, I think you're underestimating the value of health benefits. insurance. Health yes. insurance, yeah. Uh, 36% of people, Steve, would give up their 401k benefits going forward. Now, this is not surprising because people don't use it. A lot of people don't use it. The very, very few max it out. That's true. I don't know what the average 401k account balance is at, let's say, age 55 for an American worker, but I... I bet it's not where you don't analysts think... say it should be. Really? Uh, no, Donna, I know that you have been diligent. Mm-hmm. I think that you are the minority. Really? I really you think know, so. You know, I worked with someone, the year was 1986, and I feel, I don't know how long 401ks have been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, that's a fairly recent benefit. Right, and I worked with a DJ who said, whatever you do, contribute to that 401k. I was a part-time employee and I still was able to contribute to a 401k and I've never looked back from 1986. And then when you are able to max it out, because really most people, you know, have their highest earning earning years, years, um, probably their thirties and forties, I would think. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when you want to take advantage of that. Let me read you. When you're making the money. Here's what I just found. Um, This according to personalcapital.com. Okay. Good website, by the way, if you're looking for one spot to have a full snapshot of all of your accounts all in the same place. Good. Um, The average 401k balance for someone in the age range of 55 to 64 to whomever they asked, 197,000. And that is... That's not a lot. No, that... Well, think about if you want to retire at 60 and want to live for the next 30 years, you got 200,000. At 65 plus, Donna, the average is 216,000. These... The point is, when you have a nicely funded 401k, you are already leaps and bounds ahead of the average person. And I go back to... It's probably, I don't know, equal parts lack of education and lack of discipline. Yeah, and people don't, they don't think they're going to be in that. You just can't picture yourself being in a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money to even bury myself. Right, right. Wow, this got real heavy. I know it did, Donna. I don't know why. Anyway, um, you're coming in tomorrow. I'm going to read one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go into our daily planner. By starting early and enjoying historically average returns at age 65, if you started at 22, Mm -hmm. at age 65, an individual could turn a lifetime of $827,000 of contributions Mm -hmm. into $6.6 million. Wow. Wow. Even having like $800,000 in your retirement fund. Now you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the money doesn't stop growing when you retire. Right. The money still grows. Listen, guys, contribute to your 401 compound. 
compound interest. Whatever. When we come back, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play a game. Rock, are we playing the Millennial X games? Yeah, I got some questions for you. Oh, uh, so pumped! We need two callers, a Millennial and a Gen Xer. Call us now: six five one six four one one zero seven one. One of you helps me. One helps Donna as we are quizzed on the other's generation. Game time next. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. I know. Generation X. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> sorry, sorry to inter- interrupt Steve's uh, appearance. Whatever. Shameless plug. You coming you know. tonight, Rocco? Would love to see you there. Why man. not? Where is it again? Chan Chanhassen. Chanhassen. Chuck and Don's Chan. I'm a city kid, but whatever. Um, I'm also a Gen Xer. So is Donna. So is Monica, who's on the phone. Hey, Monica. I'm putting her on. Yeah, Monica, how you doing? I'm doing well. So Monica will be Steve's lifeline? That's how this game works, right? Boy, Monica, you sounded really unsure of that. You went with an I'm doing well question mark? Um, I don't know. Uh, you both are kind of hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is the uh, God's I mean, I honest truth. Like I am too. So I'm going to go with Donna. No, this that's not oh, no, how this game that, works. No, this game is different. Are you a Are you a Gen Xer? Yes, she is. She told me. Oh, she I'm sorry. I know that was. Yeah, the you have to game. go with Steve. Yeah, you have to. But anyways, we just wanted to say hi. Hello. Get to know you a little bit. <laughs> nope. She hung, she hung up. She hung wow, up. Because she was embarrassed. Because oh, you guys are like awful. I, wait, okay. You laughed at her. Okay, so okay, she just thing, totally though. turned on us. Well, here's how I think we're going to That's how you this. lose a dedicated listener, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mary, I'm more so sorry. Come, Mo- Monica. Monica. Okay, oh, well, here's how we're going to fix this. Because Carolyn's on the phone on line two. And the reason why she's on the phone is because her coworker, a Gen Xer, called. And I said, hey, we already have a Gen Xer. She's like, well, let me get Carolyn. So maybe, Carolyn, you could get, is it Kathy, right? She was the one who called? Yes. So you yes, guys could both play. Kathy called. Yeah. So why don't we get, we'll keep you, and you keep okay. your friend Kathy around, too. Perfect. That and you'll good. both let me, play. Let me grab her. Sorry, Monica. <laughs> I feel bad for Monica. And speaking, Sweet, of, Monica. Uh, speaking of my talk uh, appearances and clients, I think these guys both work at Loaves and Fishes. Oh, oh Wonderful. Those guys. Yeah. Well, that's you do great, great work. So, anyways, that sounds really one like of these fulfilling. minutes we're going to get to this game, or maybe we'll just run out the clock and we'll Let's move just on go. to the final stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we got this. So, Carolyn, Kathy, you guys there? Somebody? Yep, we're here. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, here's how it's going to go. Who's going to go first, Donna? Or uh, I'm going to take the first question. So, I'm going to ask Donna a question, and if Donna has troubles, she's going to get Carolyn on the phone to help. But we'll see how it goes. Are you ready? I'm going to put those ladies on hold. Put the ladies on hold put now. I have on. Kathy, I think. Right? She's a Jenna. I'm so confused. <laughs> just, just ask the question. Um, oh, I have to spin. All right, here I go. Wheel. 
Music. Okay, music. Now, I, I didn't tell you, we're going to celebrate this day in history, August 4th. Uh, for the millennial questions, I'm going to go back to August 4th, 2001. Oh. Do you know mm. what the number one song in the country was that day? It was Lady Marmalade, Lady uh-huh. Marmalade, uh-huh. from the Moulin Rouge uh-huh. soundtrack. And that was by a quartet oh, come on. of four lovely ladies. Can you mm. name two of them? Yes. Okay, and I'm gonna hit some music. There, Pink. Yeah, or do you like the other music, don't you? It doesn't matter. This one. Pink. Yeah. Mm. And Christina Aguilera. Mm. Final. That is correct. Yeah. Was Missy Elliott on that one? Uh, that was Lil Kim and Maya. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten those two. There you go. Good tune, man. Maya. All right. So. Donna's on the board. Yep, I'm on the board. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, now, Stevie Boy. Here, I gotta keep score. You gonna spin the wheel? Uh, yeah, I'll spin it. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna flash back to August 4th, 1981, Steve. Oh, no. I was negative, too. And the number one song in the country was by a man who played Dr. Noah Drake on General Hospital. <laughs> and the song was from the album Working Class Dog. Can you name uh, the song, the artist, something like that? Oh my gosh, Noah Drake. <sighs> Dang it. 1981. She's out the wind in my tree. Oh. <laughs> Peace ways. Um, oh, shish kebab. Could go to Kathy who's standing by, a Gen Xer. Let's oh. go to Kathy with a K, I'm hoping. Kathy, nope, it's there. Kathy with a C, and I have no idea. Oh, He's a handsome guy. guy. Handsome guy, General Hospital. Did you ever watch Jiho? I did. <laughs> yeah, General Hospital, uh, Governor Drake, or something like that. Uh, what did I say, Dr. Noah, Dr. Noah Drake? Oh, very handsome. Very handsome. Very one, Australian. One hit wonder. Very Australian. Kind of. He's not Australian. He is. Why doesn't he have an accent? Because he, he's that good of an actor. No, dang it. We pass. We don't know. Okay, I'll play. Uh, I'm just going to play it for you. See if okay. you... Uh, you know this on the guitar. Yes. The, yeah, Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, J- Kim Bedingfield. Okay, Rick. Jim, Rick Springfield. <laughs> Rick Springfield. Oh, oh, Kathy. Don't nice worry, try, Kathy. You could still win. If Steve comes back and, you know, still beats Donna, you could still win. But keep your uh, coworker Mon. No, no, Monica dropped off. It's Carolyn. Keep her handy, because I got uh, it right here. Okay, cool. Because okay, Donna can still use her. Okay. Um, are you ready, Donna? I'm gonna spin right now. Oh, she goes. <laughs> Movies. Movies, Donna. Uh, back in August fourth, two thousand one, uh-huh. the number one film in the country was Rush Hour Two. Can you name the two male leads in that movie? Oh, man. Kevin Hart. And... Hmm. Who's the guy from Moonlighting? Nah, he wasn't in that. You do still have uh, Carolyn standing by. I feel like I'm going to need her. I don't know if she's a big Rush Hour 2 fan. 
Kevin Hart and Will Smith? Will Snow. Don't try to. <laughs> don't you. No. Don't I'm, you nod your head. I. Never mind. Okay. Do what you want to do. Kevin Hart and Will Smith, final answer. Ooh. Yes. It worked. <laughs> that was a no. Was, uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Correct. Oh, oh, right. So what do we got? We got one zero after one and a half here. Yes. Going to Steve. Yeah, it took total yeah. mind games for me to not get her to go to her lifeline there. And it worked. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay. Hey! Movies. Movies. Now, the number one movie uh, in the country, August 4th, 1981. It's kind of an obscure one, so I'm not going to make you guess it. It was American Werewolf in London. Heard of it? Mm, uh Uh-huh. But you have probably heard of the director, because he's the same guy who directed Blues Brothers, Animal House, Michael Jackson's Thriller, and Three Amigos. Can you name this beardy, glasses-wearing director? Beardy, glasses-wearing director. I immediately think of Steven Spielberg, but I don't say the credits again Uh, So, Animal House, Blues Brothers, Michael Jackson's Thriller, Three Amigos, and American Werewolf in London. I mean, none of those seem like Spielberg situations, nor do they seem like George Lucas situations. Mm, Also beardy and glasses. You're right. Maybe that was a... Bad clue. I feel like I'm playing Guess Who right now. <laughs> um, oh, this one geez. has kind of a tight beard. Uh, Werewolf in London. I'm going to go with Steven Spielberg, and I know it's wrong. Yes. It was John Landis. John Landis, I don't know. Okay. Who? Those movies I just said were all gigantic. And the Michael Jackson thriller, heard of it? You're in timeout. Donna. Okay. (laughs) Those are big time movies. You should know these things. Funny, Rocco. This is the college of pop culture knowledge. I'm teaching you something. No. It's the Millennial X Games. Rock Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like where any of this is gone. All right. right, Spin the wheel. All right. Carolyn, stand by. Okay. Headlines. Headlines. Okay. August 4th, 2001. Who was your vice president? Assuming you were an American citizen back then. The vice president? Mm-hmm. In 2001? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Tricky. I think August it was 4th, 2001. Dick Cheney, probably. Let me go to Carolyn. Why not? Carolyn, you still there? I'm here. I agree with you, Donna. I think it's Dick Cheney. All right, final. Final. Thanks, Carolyn. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah! I am surprised that you did not hit your head on that low-hanging fruit. (gasps) Wow. It is just the easiest question of the day. Rocco, can you just ask me one more question for fun? It is. Who was your vice president August 4th, 1981? That was... Okay. Ronald Reagan had to have a buddy that he teamed up with here. (laughs) Who was he? It wasn't Dan Quayle. I don't think it was a guy named Dukakis. It was a guy who went on to become the president. It was George H.W. Bush. Correct. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I knew that, and then I didn't know it. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh that means Carolyn wins. Uh, Carolyn wins. Yay. My talk has. Carolyn. 
Yay. What are you going to do with the hat? <laughs> Give it to Kathy. No, I, don't, I didn't even know I was going to get a hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. We ain't cheaping out on our swag. <laughs> We're giving you hats because you know what a lot of people wear nowadays, especially women, hats. <laughs> All right, sorry. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Carolyn, and thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. We thank appreciate you, you uh, what you do at Loaves and Fishes. Thank you so much. Yes. That's the God's honest truth right there. Thank you. All right. Okay, All right, I'll go Rocco's going to get your info. We're going to take a break. I think we've burned a lot of bridges today on this show. Yeah, yeah. I blame Rocco. Well, <laughs> hopefully I'll win you back because I did try a new take on the final stretch. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry. So Rocco's right. been working on the sound effect that leads us in to our final stretch segment of the show. Can't wait to hear what he came up with. We'll hear it together when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Before you throw it back, before you say, hey, it's the final stretch, okay. I want to throw it back to yesterday, which is where... Um, we sort of talked about some suggestions, some constructive criticism. Yeah, we yeah, so we workshop. <laughs> so, so yeah, here I played this little highlight from yesterday. This was Um, how about just stretching like yeah. Hammy's like a hammy stretch. Cartoon stretch noises. Okay, Moon's gonna, over, I'm right? just going to take those two stretch noises you guys just made. Yeah, Donna, here we can do it like this. You do one? Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, now I just got his laugh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. We're gone. <laughs> okay. Oh, That's fun. Yeah. So I took those. And let's, you want to throw, you yeah, want to okay, welcome us no? back officially now, Donna. Oh, uh, hey everybody, welcome back. It's the final stretch of Donna and Steve's show, whatever it's called. It's <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, so the string thing was yeah, still under it. I left that in. I left that in. You're still I doing the, the violin thing. I took the rubber out, and I took the uh, I took the rubber out. That's what. Okay. No, stop it. And then um, I took the pop out, and I I did. And then here's one where I left the violin in. Ooh, that one makes me feel very uncomfortable. I would. I don't think we need a sound effect. No, I. All that work. I feel much more and more dependent on one. I must, we must tie this knot. We got, we're gonna, here's the, here's the orchestra one again. Boy, that came out super aggressive. What was the, here's the, the way to, yeah. I don't like that either. I feel like I'm hearing myself in weird scenarios. Yeah, it's a little weird. Here's how it started. It's Donna putting leather pants on on a Friday night. And then here's here's the violin with uh, the rubber and the pop. Oh, I like that one. That was not so bad. Can we get a less aggressive, like, rubber bandy kind of... Boom. Wait. Okay, yeah, let's do this again. Go ahead and say that again. No. Let's hear hear Steve's rubber band stretch. Two years, Donna. <laughs> no. Just do it, Donna. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned for Thursday. Oh, All right. I've got some uh, useful information. Let me tell you something first. Okay. I got news. Big news in the uh, world of television. If you're a fan of Gordon Ramsay, he just inked a big new overall deal with Fox. He's not going anywhere. He's now the latest. Think of Ryan Murphy. Think of Shonda Rhimes. He has a big production company. He's not just starring in these shows. He's got a production company called Studio Ramsey, 
And uh, they just signed a big deal. They're not giving us the details from a monetary standpoint. This on the HollywoodReporter.com. But they say Studio Ramsey Global uh, is going to now develop, produce, and distribute unscripted programming focused on food and lifestyle for Fox. It's free streaming service Tubi and other platforms. Mm. The new entity is going to acquire all of Studio Ramsey's current TV business with Fox financing the purchase. Gordon Ramsey, TLDR, just got a lot richer. You overcooked a risotto, you donkey! <laughs> you, you, you! Except for Get British out. people always say risotto. Oh, that's risotto. right, that's right. Um, okay, so my useful information uh, has to do with hotels. Okay? Mm-hmm. There are four things that hotels do not want you to know. Okay. There was a thread on Reddit, and it went viral after someone asked hotel employees to spill their dirtiest secrets. So, you might want to take up camping after hearing this. Number one, you cannot trust the drinking glasses in the rooms. The main goal of the cleaning staff is to make everything look clean. So, a lot of times, they use the same dirty rag to wipe down the glasses in every room. Like, they could be wiping the TV screen and then wiping your drinking glass. So, rinse it out with hot water. Rinse it out! (laughs) Bed bugs are a real concern. Don't matter if it's a cheap motel or a five-star resort. They've had them before. They could get them again. Never put your suitcase on the bed. And always check the corners of the mattress underneath the fitted sheet. Oh. Have you ever seen a bed bug? I don't even know no, what they look No, I don't like. even know if you can see. They're, I think they're dots? microscopic. I don't, I don't know if are you can see them. I think they're like little black dots. I don't know. And then, of course, if you see anything that resembles that, you're like, I have bed bugs. Rocco? Hello. You listening? I was talking to Grant. Hello. He really wants to get back on the show, and I had to beat him up to get out. Well, of course he wants to get back on the show now that we've all become witness to what LoJ is forcing him to do. (laughs) When Grant left the radio show, when he left uh, uh, the Don and Steve show, and probably in the same way that Rocco understood Rocco was getting demoted, going from the afternoon drive show to just one of the the kick-around, middle-of-the-day shows... Grant probably felt great. I'm going to the afternoon drive show. It's going to be good. Until smash cut. He's getting ridden as a horse. Lori is whipping him. Mm-hmm. He is wearing some sort of garb and a very long, long ponytail. And at one point, Grant, on all fours, is neighing. Now, say what you will about the perks of the afternoon time slot. Yeah. He had to feel pretty Pretty down on himself yesterday. Maybe, but they both, if you've seen the video, what is it on Instagram? Yeah, I think it's on Insta. I think it's on they Facebook. both seem like they were enjoying themselves. Yeah, well, he Ew. like started neighing at one point. People do nasty things in hotel rooms. <laughs> like riding uh, men like a horse. It was really weird. Sex workers use hotel rooms. Oh. It's not unheard of for maids to find things that you don't want to see. Oh, yeah. Just gotta just be careful. People die in hotels all the time. No, I talked to a hotel bigwig and he told me about this. The under, like the other side of hotels that you don't realize. Of course, you love the hospitality side of it, but people die. One guy claimed it happened in almost half of the beds at a dingy place where he used to work. He said, obviously, it depends what type of hotel you're staying in, but sure. 
Ew. Yeah, there's some stuff that's happening there. There are some other situations of, uh, you know, abuse and mistreatment that they find out about. And then the hotel staff has to find. Yeah, listen, I get it. I don't want to be talking about it either, but you brought it up. (laughs) It's true. I'm sorry. I tried to go with Gordon Ramsay. We could have talked about Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Honest to goodness, though, Beef Wellington and risotto, does he know to cook anything else or is that it? Because that's all they ever cook. I know, right? And he changes the menu and he's like, oh, we're going to put risotto on the menu. And Today it's Beef Wellington. You get out! <laughs> that's good, Steve. All right. Bye, everybody. Have cool. a great day. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow.